Bill O'Reilly here. Friday, February 21st, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. There comes a time for every American president when he, so far, has to leave the Oval Office and return to civilian life. Some publish books, get involved with humanitarian efforts, and even pick up a hobby. George W. Bush paints. Turns out, having President of the United States on your resume does lead to a lot of opportunity, including some very lucrative business. Let's look at Richard Nixon. After resigning in 1974, he published a Watergate memoir. Even though Watergate destroyed his presidency, he made money on the book. It was the biggest bestseller of the year. Nixon penned seven more books on foreign policy, politics, earning more than $10 million. Next, the Clintons. Forbes magazine estimates their total net worth right now at $50 million. Bill and Hillary cashed in on a series of books and lecture fees, hundreds of thousands of dollars in foreign countries. The Global Clinton Initiative alone has raised more than $2 billion since its founding in 2005. And the Clintons can write off expenses against that initiative. Considering Bill Clinton's claim that he left the Oval Office dead broke, the Clintons are doing pretty well. Finally, the Obamas. The couple have reportedly made more than $100 million since leaving the White House. Just three speeches to Wall Street firms in 2017 earned Barack Obama $1.2 million. Former First Lady Michelle charges $225,000 for a speech. Not all former presidents are that fortunate. Despite being born into a wealthy Virginia family, Thomas Jefferson died broke. The founding father squandered a fortune of $200 million, if you can believe it. Harry Truman also fell on hard times. 33 presidents started a series of failed businesses, including a men's clothing store, nearly filed for bankruptcy. After his time in the White House, Harry and his wife, Bess, had to move in with his mother-in-law in Missouri. Mr. and Mrs. Truman, the first recipients of Medicare after it was signed into law. In a moment, the message of the day, you sound off. Right back. Deborah's home was stolen. I don't mean thieves took stuff. Scammers literally stole her home. The FBI calls home title theft one of the fastest growing white collar crimes. This story is why you need home title lock. Deborah says, quote, criminals found our home title online and filed fraudulent documents claiming they owned it. I was evicted and $85,000 in equity gone. Nobody believes you can get your home stolen this easily, unquote. You need to get home title lock. No insurance or bank protects you or your home from title theft. So please go to HomeTitleLock.com. Register your address to see if you're already a victim and don't even know it. Sign up to help protect the legal title to your home. To get you started, I got you 60 risk-free days of protection. So please go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Listeners, sound off. Let's begin with Daniel, who emailed me. William Barr does not like President Trump's tweeting. And my guess is he will resign or be fired shortly, says Daniel. I disagree. There was an article in the Washington Post, anonymous sources, as usual, saying that Bill Barr, the attorney general, may resign. I would be surprised. He is overseeing right now one of the most important investigations in modern history. John Durham, a U.S. attorney, is looking into alleged corruption on the part of the FBI and other agencies in the Russia collusion situation. That is vital, vital that the American people know what happened there. I don't think Bill Barr is going to walk away from that, even if he's annoyed by President Trump's tweeting. Now, I could be wrong. But that's my read on this. Susan writes, I agree that things are getting out of control with Bernie Sanders supporters. The question is, why has Bernie said absolutely nothing about it? But he has, Susan. Sanders, in the debate this week, said that anybody in his crew that bullies or is violent or does any of that stuff is disowned. He disowns them. But it is true that the Bernie bros and the Twitter fanatics have intimidated other Democrats. The reason you don't see Bernie Sanders attacked on the debate stage verbally is because the Democrats are afraid that Twitter will kill them, smear them. So Sanders, by using the Bernie bros, has really introduced intimidation into the campaign. Linda says... Maybe Bernie Sanders will promise free tickets to Disneyland. Well, Linda, he's promised free everything to everybody. No doubt about it. I mean, it's amazing. Just step back and think about this. We're a nation of 330 million people plus 20 million illegal immigrants. Sanders compares us to Denmark. Seven million people live in Denmark. Sanders wants to give everybody free health care. That means all your health bills are paid by the federal government all your dental bills, your eyeglasses, your hearing aids, your senior citizen housing, your pre-K, your child care, your community colleges, all paid by the federal government. There's not enough money in the world, in the world, to pay for all that. Yet nobody challenges Bernie Sanders. Yeah, they say socialism's bad and all this. He's not telling the truth. Nobody could fund this. Unless, of course, he seizes everybody's home and sells it, as they do in communist countries. Roger writes, what's going to happen if Bernie wins the nomination but loses to Trump? The Democratic Party will fall apart. If they nominate Bernie Sanders and if the country votes against the senator and Donald Trump is reelected, and if it's a big vote, which I think it will be, if Sanders runs, I think it's going to be a landslide for Trump. If that happens, the Democratic Party has to start all over again. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it. For more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com, where you can reach me, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Now, this weekend, we're opening up my debate analysis free, so you can watch the shows free. I hope you check out BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know. There are thousands of abandoned animals in the USA that need our help. 
I am partnering with Delta Rescue, the largest no-kill, care-for-life animal sanctuary in the world. Founded by actor Leo Grillo, who left Hollywood to devote his life to saving abandoned animals, Delta Animal Sanctuary is a -a one-of-a-kind rescue unit. They are staffed by trained attendants who look after each animal, providing them water, treats, toys, and affection. Support Delta Rescue and put your legacy to work. Each life-saving gift helps Delta fulfill their mandate to rescue and care for animals. Request a free estate planning package at deltarescue.org forward slash bill. For a limited time, please watch The Rescuer for free only at deltarescue.org forward slash bill. The Rescuer is an award-winning documentary about Grillo's two-year rescue of a family of 21 dogs abandoned in the wilderness. DeltaRescue.org forward slash bill. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. The sale of alcohol, one of the biggest industries in the USA, generating more than $250 billion last year. It's double the revenue brought in by beverages like soda or coffee. According to one Gallup survey, 65% of Americans consider themselves regular drinkers of alcohol, averaging about five beverages per week. That statistic has remained relatively steady since the 1970s. Most popular drink in America, beer. 40% of adults drink at least one cold one after the workday. Bud Light remains the top brand. And as a bush ships more than 33 million barrels of Bud Light a year, double its nearest competitor. But for the first time ever, liquor, hard booze, now tied with wine as America's second favorite adult beverage. The average American consumes 1.6 gallons of hard stuff every year. But the actual number varies by age. Younger Americans enjoy cocktails more than their parents. The most popular spirit in America last year, rum. All this drinking has major consequences for the health of our nation. Economists say alcohol abuse in the USA causes $250 billion in lost productivity, incarceration, premature death, hospitalization, and rehab centers. But it's not entirely bad news. Doctors say drinking one glass of red wine every three days can lower blood pressure, reduce brain damage following a stroke, and provide a good source of antioxidants. More good news, teen drinking continues to decline. According to a 2019 study by the CDC, just 15% of high school seniors say they've been drunk in the past month. That number was 25% just a decade ago. Teen binge drinking also on the decline, down double digits in the last 10 years. So why are young people abstaining more than their parents? Experts blame the rise of marijuana. While teens may be drinking less, the percentage of young people consuming pot on a daily basis up double digits, especially in places that have legalized a drug like Colorado and Washington State. Right back. Computer systems in cars, now common. There are electronically controlled transmissions, touchscreen displays, and dozens of sensors. All of this advanced tech is expensive to fix when it breaks. That's why I have CarShield. CarShield has affordable protection plans that can save you thousands for a 
covered repair, including computers, GPS, electronics, and more. With Car Shield, you're behind the wheel of your plan. Choose your favorite mechanic to do the work, and Car Shield takes care of the rest. They even offer 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed. Free. With rates as low as $99 a month, you have little to lose. Get covered by Car Shield today. Please call 800 CAR 6000 and mention code BILL. Or go to carshield.com and use code BILL to save 10%. A deductible may apply. That's carshield.com, code BILL. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.